This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're home for the best Ravens time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by CQ Credit Union. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Talks Raves football here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Team back at practice today. Getting ready for opponent to be determined in the divisional round of the playoffs. When you have the best record in the AFC, you've earned the number one seed. Benefits are you get to rest a little bit. If you want to call it that, Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato here to preview this weekend's game minus Baltimore and who would be a favorable matchup and how the Ravens are looking health-wise, you know, about 10 days away from their next one. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline, shaking up sports. Let's welcome in Cordell Woodland. Cordell, what's going on? What's up, fellas? Cordell, hey, what's happening? Um, We were just doing film last hour about the Ravens in the Steelers game, and the result, all right, he got Pittsburgh in with help from uh, Tennessee. But for the Ravens, was there anything that you saw, good or bad, on film or in that game Saturday that would have you excited about their next game or concerned about areas of the team? Uh, Nothing really that excites me going forward. I mean, um, not not a lot of good in that game individually for some players, uh, for some of the backups like Trenton Simpson. Uh, I thought he made good of his opportunity. Uh, on the flip side, I thought it was a little disappointing that we didn't even see Rashad Bateman get a target in the first half. Uh, I, I thought that would be an opportunity for him to, to kind of make some noise, especially considering he had been trending upwards over the last couple of games. Granted, I get the elements weren't in their favor, weren't in Tyler Huntley's favor, another guy who I thought had an opportunity to put together some good film. And I don't think, you know, he had the outing that he would have had liked to have. Um, same for Melvin Gordon as well. Um, but, I, I, I mean, so it's nothing really from that game that I could say long, you know, going forward that I, I'm putting a lot of stock in, a lot of backups played. I will say the run defense is still a concern for me. That's been a concern, whether it's backups, whether it's starters. I mean, four of their last five teams that they faced, have, they've allowed a 100-yard rusher in those games. So that's something that is a legit concern. And when you have two AFC North teams now in the postseason in Cleveland and Pittsburgh, those are the two teams that are willing to make that true commitment to the run game. Buffalo has shown that as well at times. You think back to that Dallas game where they really let James Cook win that game for them. So that's the one area of concern for me. Now, Cordell, I'll talk about a positive here looking ahead to the postseason for the Ravens is uh, Isaiah Likely, 21 of his 30 catches since the Mark Andrews injury, including all five touchdowns. Granted, you lose an all-pro doesn't make you better, but it's been an opportunity for him to show what he can do. How awesome has Isaiah Likely been down the stretch here, and his prospects for the playoffs are what for you? 
Oh, he's been great. He's been great. I talked about him on the uh, Win and Drive podcast with me and Rita, which came out today, um, uh, that I, I think he's one of those guys. He, he really is one of the people that you can look at as like a star of the season for them because there's no telling where the offense was headed when Mark went down. Remember, they had already lost J.K. Dobbins at the time. Then you lose Mark Andrews. I mean, it's you, you've got a little bit of that. And then at the t- same time, uh, Stanley is kind of breaking down at starting to break down at that time. So it's like, is it, is it happening again? You know, are the injuries about to be too much to bear again? And Isaiah likely comes in and look, I don't think he's Mark Andrews. I don't, I don't want to make it seem like Mark Andrews is easy to replace. I I respect his game and the type of player that he is for sure. Um, But Isaiah likely has made it so that the Ravens offense hasn't missed a beat, honestly. And in some ways I think it's, been good that he's been out there because Lamar is now, you know, Lamar still has, he's going to have two guys a game that he's looking to throw the ball to, but I feel like he is spreading the ball around more than he maybe would have if Mark Andrews is out there. So I, I think Isaiah likely has been great for them. And I think his confidence is at an all time high going into the postseason. I think he's going to continue to make some of these big plays that he's been making. Cordell, I like the, um, plan for this week what the Ravens are going to do Wednesday Thursday Friday and Saturday at the stadium I like that for a couple reasons I I like that you know you get back familiar with your home field and everything and you get a feel for it and then players can't leave on a weekend yeah I mean and and you know it keeps them on kind of their regular schedule for Mm -hmm. the most part I mean practice has moved up all week about an hour um, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty much their same regular routine outside of the Saturday practice at the stadium, which you could say is pretty much like their walkthrough type of thing anyway. And, you know, I, uh, to my knowledge, I think they'll have like their family and stuff at the practice on Saturday. It'll be closed to the media. So it'll be really intimate for them. So, yeah, you know, it gives them the opportunity to, to keep their regular schedule uh, as if it's a regular week. Cordell, I'm, I'm like you, man. I'm, I'm nervous about the run defense, because um, three teams, what do they had, four four straight uh, 100-yard rushers. And then when they interviewed Harbs at the half of the Pittsburgh game, he says, yeah, we got to get off of blocks. And yeah. and Cordell, it, it was their guys. It was Matabike. It was Pierre. It was those guys that were in there when they were getting run down the field. Yeah, I mean, and, and look, some of it is, I, I, I don't think guys were out there going, you know, as hard as they would have had the game meant uh, more to them at the time. Uh, they, Of course, that's not something that they'll say. But just watching it in real time, you, you definitely got the vibe that there were guys out there uh, making some business decisions. So I'll take that into account. Um, but like I said, I mean, I'm not even just looking at the Steelers game as kind of an outlier or, or the one time off. It, it's been a common thing. Yep all year and it's been for teams that make that true commitment to the run game and you know pittsburgh that's their formula of winning right now milking the clock running the ball picking up first downs having these long drawn out drives that keep your offense on the sideline and it doesn't help that they're scoring on those long drives so that puts a lot of pressure on the opposing offense to then go out there and match those points that they're putting up and you better do it because the amount of time that they're possessing the ball, if you have two empty possessions, that could be the game. So I, 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 when you have two AFC North teams in, this, in the postseason like they, like they do right now, that does make you a little worried that, you know, they'll try to, to, to stick to that game plan that they know has been effective against this team. 
Cordell, what are you expecting when you go out there today to hear from Harbs injury wise? Not a lot. Uh, I, I think he'll he'll say, you know, guys are using this week as rest. Um, that they're not going to push anybody probably more than they have to this week uh, because obviously next week is when they really want them out there on the practice field. But I I don't expect him to be, you know, extra loose when it comes to the injury questions today than he is any any normal time this year. What about the questions, whether it be today or tomorrow, probably both days, you know, about um, Munkin, McDonald and Anthony Weaver getting head coaching interviews this week, probably just on Zoom, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, and that's that'll be another thing I don't think Harbs will go into heavy detail about. I don't know how much detail they'll go into it about. I think, uh, to be honest with you, Mike McDonald, when we asked him about uh, his name being brought up quite a bit for some of the openings for the head coaching job about a week or two ago, he, he, he wasn't shy about talking about it. Now, he he definitely let it be known that, you know, his attention right now is on what the Ravens are doing. Um, but he definitely spoke about how, you know, happy he is to hear his name brought up. And Todd's a great talker, so I'm sure he'll say something about it. But all in all, I think they'll try to try their best to assure everybody that, you know, they're not going to be overly distracted from the task at hand and their attention is still on this Super Bowl run. Cordell Woodland, Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Cordell, I'm going to ask you the same thing we've been asking our football people all week long. Super Wild Card Weekend, most likely upset is what game? Most likely upset. Uh, I guess seeding-wise, it wouldn't be viewed as an upset, but I really would not be surprised if the Texans upset the Browns. The Browns are favored, I think, by three last time I saw Right. Um, and, and they beat up on the Texans the last time they went out to Houston, mind you. That was without C.J. Stroud. Yep. And I think that was Nico Collins' uh, first game back. And, of course, you're not going to get the same impact from him when C.J. Stroud's not on the field. So this will be a different situation. Granted, that was the game that Amari Cooper went crazy. And, and you know, he missed uh, the back end of the season. So we'll see how healthy he is. But I, I, I think that the Texans are going to learn from their mistakes. They're probably, these are probably the two loosest teams in the postseason right now playing against each other. I do wonder if Flacco's interceptions may come back to bite him at some point, but with Stroud out there, that's a totally different team. So I'm going to pick the Texans. Cordell, have fun out there. One winning drive today. Appreciate it, guys. All right, Cordell. Cordell Woodlands, Vinny and Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back. Count that money by herself. Talk some college round ball. Frank Burleson. Burleson on basketball. Reset the show for you around 1245. If you want to get in, you can then at 410-583-1057. Lamar, is the pressure too much for him? No, it is not. Is the pressure unfair? Criticism unfair? I guess we'll wait till the uh, completion of that division game before we find out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney, 1057, The Fed. All right, Benny and Haney, 1057, The Fed, here on this lovely Woman Crush Wednesday. We're jamming out to the tunes, your favorite female artist or band, anything you want to hear from them. Send your song request to the Plaza Board text line at 410-583-1057. Well, Vinny's not here, so it's just me and you, Nolan. So how are we reconnecting? Uh, Since well, I just talked to you literally like a minute ago. That's okay. Uh, let's see. I got the stocks right here. Okay. Some of them, at least. Certainly not as comprehensive, but uh, I got DraftKings in the red here, down about $0.62. Cents. Uh, I got Under Armour here, up about $0.06. Cents. So I think we'll do an abbreviated report today and we'll uh we'll start here with uh the nba yeah why not uh there's been reported tension growing between the warriors and uh jonathan kaminga despite having a disgruntled player who is quote losing faith in steve kerr golden state is unwilling to trade the 2021 lottery pick because they still value his upside long term and view him as a cornerstone player post-Steph Curry, whenever that may be. Bob, are you buying or selling that Kaminga can be more than just a role player for Golden State down the road? Uh, Absolutely, I'll buy it. And he had an opportunity to step up in a big way when Draymond Green was suspended. But another guy that stepped up was Trace Jackson Davis out of Indiana. Remember him? Longtime star for the Hoosiers. Kaminga's an extremely talented guy, but... I'm guessing once Draymond's time comes to an end, they want to extract as much drama as they possibly can. You know what I mean? Been a lot of uh, leadership questioning there. So Kaminga could play, and I think he will have a role in whatever they're going to accomplish this year. The interesting kicker I left out there is that there were rumors, oh, would you trade Kaminga for Siakam or a package him for Pascal Siakam with Toronto? Right. And they said no. That's how highly they think of Kaminga. Well, Siakam is going to get highly paid, too. Mm -hmm. That might be an issue in the end. Uh, Over to the NFL here, some Steelers fans may be ready to move on from Mike Tomlin, but every indication is that his job is more than safe at this point after leading Pittsburgh to 10 wins and a playoff spot. However, Adam Schefter adding some interesting information this week by reporting that Tomlin could step away from football after the season on his own accord, similar to what Sean Payton did a few years back when he left New Orleans. Uh, As far as the team is concerned, they want him back. They would sit down, work out a contract right now if uh, Tomlin was willing to do so. But Vinny, are you buying or selling that Tomlin would walk away from Pittsburgh at this point in his career? I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell it. He, uh, they want to do a deal with him this summer, you know, and his father passed away. And, and then once the season starts, he doesn't, he doesn't do anything with his contract till the season's over. So maybe when the season's over, he'll get something, but they want to do a long-term deal with him. And what people tell me, he's got a bunch of 
you know, properties and stuff that he owns in the Pittsburgh area. His wife has a business in Pittsburgh. So I would imagine that he'll be staying. Over to baseball here, the Mets trying to rebuild or retool as quickly as possible after going all in the past couple of years and falling flat on their face. They put together a new rotation. Uh, lost Max Scherzer. No more Justin Verlander either. So some big shoes to fill. So far this offseason, signing Luis Severino, Sean Manaya, trading for Adrian Hauser, uh, and you still got Kodai Senga as a holdover from last year. But Bob, buy or sell, the Mets will have a higher team ERA than they did last year, which was 4.31. Ah, man. I'm going to sell it. I think there, there's some veteran guys on there. There's no one with the Hall of Fame resume of a Scherzer or a Verlander. But I think they're going to stabilize. They've kind of cleaned the house a little bit there. It, they're not going to lead the league at lowest earn run average. But it'll be better than it was last year. It has to be. Because 431 stinks. Yeah, towards the uh, bottom half of the league. Right. Uh, everyone waiting to see what happens with Bill Belichick. Some more coaching news here. But... What could save his job, if anything, at this point? One report from The Athletic says if he does, in fact, return with the Patriots in 2024, Josh McDaniels would be a top candidate to take over as offensive coordinator. Uh, we know how much success he had with Brady over the years, leaving New England and then returning. More success. Uh, but the New England offense, it's been completely directionless the past two years. Could it really get any worse? What do they have to lose? Vinny, are you buying or selling that a McDaniels-Patriots reunion contingent on Belichick being there makes sense? Um, yeah, it makes sense. I'll soft buy it. The problem is is it's not Bill O'Brien. and They, they personnel sucks. They're, they don't have receivers. They don't have O-linemen. They don't have any offensive weapons. They don't have a quarterback. So I don't care who the coordinator is. I mean, Josh McDaniels was great with Tom Brady. What has he done since he – when he's left Brady, what has he done? He's got fired twice. Right. And they, they made the playoffs with Mac Jones, though, his rookie year. Rook, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And got stomped by Buffalo. Right. Then he left, and Mac Jones is going down the crapper there. Mm -hmm. And we'll close with this here. One last coaching note. Uh, many were under the impression that Mike McCarthy would be coaching for his job this season. Uh, disappointing results so far in his tenure with the Cowboys, but – they now enter the playoffs as the two seed, as good a chance as ever to finally right their playoff wrongs over the years. Because of that, Jerry Jones had nothing but glowing things to say about his head coach. The quote from earlier this week, I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done, and I really mean it, so you know he's serious. But Bob, buy or sell, Jerry's supposed loyalty here uh, is still hinging on a trip to at least the NFC Championship. Yeah, we've been talking about it all week. I'm buying it. They the seven and a half point favorites at home to the Packers and they lose. Somebody's gonna pay. So I will he's gotta get at least to the championship game. And if they're playing home games and losing, where they've been undefeated all year long, putting him squarely on the hot seat. Yeah, they're sixteen and zero at home over the last two Bob, he's won like thirty some games this three years. Has he been there two or three? Since twenty twenty, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I mean he's got a hell of a record. It's just He's got the same thing going on at Lamar and, you know, the playoff record. Yeah, his seat right now is like your car Warm. seat. You turn it on and the red lights are He's like, I don't really feel it yet. Then yeah. where you drive, oh, we're getting a little hot here. Yeah. They lose to Green Bay. Oh, that's yeah. going to be the scenario 
for him. Speaking of coaches uh, feeling the heat, uh, the Bears, well, they're going to keep Matt Eberflus as their head coach. That's according to Adam Schefter. But Luke Getze, the offense coordinator, he got fired. And the quarterback coach. So uh, people got to pay when you don't reach uh, expectations. They have the number one pick in the draft. What are they going to do? Chicago will come back. However, shift gears, talk college hoops. Frank Burleson, Burleson on basketball, Hall of Fame writer, talking about the first uh, couple of months of the season. Now, into the calendar year of 24, we'll take your phone calls at 410-583-1057. You got predictions for Super Wild Card Weekend. We'll listen. NFL Lunch coming up at 1. And then we're going to look at the playoff slate for this weekend. We've got you covered there, by the way, broadcast-wise here on the fan. And then Chris Boombaca covers the NFL for USA Today. We'll talk about the coaching carousel. Where does Rabel wind up? Is Harbaugh, Jim coming to the NFL? And is Mike McCarthy, as we just talked about, is he donezo if they lose? After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Who's to the pack? Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Anything you want to hear, favorite female artist to band, send your request, plot, for tax line. We'll play it for you. Nolan McGraw is waiting patiently for you. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. College basketball well underway. As a matter of fact, we're now in the calendar year of 2024. About to approach second half of conference play. What are we, uh, January 10th? Two months. We'll be in conference tournament time. And where is the time going here to catch up on what's happened so far? Burleson on basketball. Hall of Fame basketball writer. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome back our friend and yours, Frank Burleson. Frank, what is up? Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Halloween and all that good stuff. Uh, and uh, don't forget, uh, you know, celebrating our nation's independence, 4th of July. Buddy. Uh, missed you on that one, too. Quite frankly, <laughs> Memorial Day, Labor Day, and all the things oh, yeah. in yeah. between. Let's start with that. We heard the upsets during Nolan's update uh, last night as Purdue and Houston both lose on the road to Nebraska and to Iowa State. We'll start with Nebraska, and Fred Hoiberg had success at Iowa State, where he was a star player as well. Are you surprised, not saying they're over the hump, Frank, but are you surprised that it's taken him this long to get them to where they're blowing out number one teams instead of losing by 30? Uh, a little bit because obviously, as you mentioned, uh, Bob, I mean, what he did at Iowa State and, and every place he's been and his 
lineage in terms of the guys that influenced him as a coach. He's a hell of a coach. But again, I, I think they're, uh, Nebraska's a team that's done a great job, a program that's done a great job of kind of navigating uh, the transfer portal, getting some international guys and getting some guys that are under the radar, which is kind of what you have to do these days when the portal and NIL are such such big factors in putting rosters together. And, and then obviously, you know, you know, the old days, you know, you know, not so old, I guess, 10, 15 years ago, the thought of the, the number numbers one and two teams lose on the same night was almost unthinkable. But in this era with so many of the best players are not even in, uh, even in college basketball at, at, at most for a year. And then uh, the roster makeups changing basically year to year now. Uh, I think what we saw last night isn't really as surprising as the initial reaction might be. Now we'll stay in the Big Ten since, you know, Nebraska not part of it. The win against Purdue. You guys saw Maryland up close and personal a couple weeks back winning at UCLA. Michigan State highly regarded, ranked in the top five preseason. Nowhere near playing up to that level. What do you think of the conference in general? They eat their own throughout the course of the year. They get 10 teams into the tournament. But once March comes around, usually flatline in a lot of cases. Is the Big Ten a conference that just beats up on itself so much that they're not scary anymore in March? Uh, You know, again, in these days, scary in the uh, in college basketball, you know, we used to think, you know, UCLA or North Carolina or Duke or Kentucky, all those teams, you know, especially you look at what UCLA is going through this year. All these teams are the dominant, uh, immovable forces that they used to be because of roster makeups, because of guys who don't stick around to really develop into players. So I think the Big Ten's like a lot of conferences. I mean, I mean, I think the expectations for the Pac-12 and the last season of its Pac-12 format was much, much higher than the, the actual on-court uh, performances have been so far. But again, I think that's across the board. I, I think um, I tend to look at teams as individual entities and not members of the conference. And I just think the the Big Ten now has a lot of good programs. And, <clears throat> you know, a year from now, we're going to have, obviously, uh, you know, four more good programs. So I think it's... Uh, Again, I, I think I think you know you look at Michigan State and they've not played what all of us expected them to play at. But again, as we well know, um, Tom is those teams. They really, really uh, tend to peak in February and sometimes into March. So a lot like Kansas does. So I, I, I think it's uh, going to be the wildest in terms of unpredictable uh, season all the way through the playoffs. Frank Burleson, Burleson on basketball, joining us, beating in Haiti, 105.7 The Fan, talking some college hoops. Woman crush Wednesday, we mentioned UCLA, disappointing year to say the least. Yes, they lost a lot. Jaime Hawkes, by the way, playing very well for Miami at the next level, but they brought in Cronin, highly regarded recruiting class. What's going on with the Bruins right now? Any hope for a turnaround here in the next uh, few weeks? Well, they're in the position now where – unless I'm missing something, they're going to have to win the conference tournament in Las Vegas to even get an NCAA bid. So that's going to come down to <clears throat> excuse me, how well they can play, you know, for three or four days in Las Vegas uh, when they're also staring at, you know, an Arizona team that's probably a cut above everybody else in the conference, even though they lost at Stanford. 
kind of an Oregon team that's improving and the Colorado team when, once they get healthy, when they, once they get Cody Williams back, is certainly a, a top three team in the league. So I, I think the UCLA, again, we see it in college football and college basketball in terms of recruits based on their high school uh, hyperbole or rankings or whatnot turn out to be disappointment. Well, you know, again, I, I think all these European guys, uh, UCLA got, you know, from Spain and Turkey or whatnot in France uh, are going to be good players. But again, I, I think the hype that accompanied them now that the Euros are so the shiny new things, everybody wants to say, oh, they're they're really, really good. If they were in the U.S., they'd be McDonald's All-Americans. But sometimes, you know, there's a development process for them, too. And these guys, although all very good players, and maybe eventually some of them will be NBA players, aren't dominant players, aren't ready to go on the court with, you know, 23, in some cases, 24-year-old college guys who've been around for three or four years or five years uh, with the with the um, COVID extra bonus years so many guys got that, you know, it, it's unfair or, or, or naive to say that they're going to come out and be pros and dominant players from day one or even in season one. Now, Frank, staying out west real quick at Zaga. They're still ranked. Mark Few's got a different look team because, you know, Drew Timmy finally graduated. I think he played with John Stockton. He was around there so long out in Spokane. But are they quietly, you know, putting together a team that come March is going to be very scary to play in the NCAA tournament here? Yeah, I think Gonzaga, no matter, you know, again, this is the gear. Again, they're the, the classic example of you lose guys or you lose guys to the portal or, uh, in, their, in their case, they lost a kid to uh, Australia who was going to step in a forward who was going to be a very good player for them or expected to be a very good player. And he decided to play professionally in Australia and then uh, transfer from Eastern Washington, a uh, 6'7", great shooter, exceptional shooter, uh, I think tore his ACL right before the season. So not only did they have the you know the, lo- the losses of the Timmies and guys like that, but some injuries and other defections they weren't counting on really really tight short in their roster and again they've got you know Ike and Watson and and, and Nemhard and, and and Hickman so they've got a good solid team now are they a team that is going to be talked about as a potential final four team I don't think so but I think as you said Bob this is a team that um, it's going to be playing well enough uh, going into the tournament to be capable I think of winning a couple of games Frank, who's more disappointing so far? And they play each other what tomorrow? Tomorrow night, Michigan or Maryland? Whoa! <laughs> Can you flip a coin on that one? <laughs> uh, again, um, you know, and again, it's a tough conference. Again, you, you see what you know, and you think of Maryland with Willard coming over from Seton Hall, and you see what uh, his replacements doing. They're a fine, fine job. It, it, it's a tough uh, thing, and again. I think uh, the when you look at Jawan Howard, who was obviously a, a great college player, great NBA player, an NBA assistant, and had a very, very good, you know, elite eight season a couple of years ago when UCLA beat them. But again, I think, you know, I think a lot of the former NBA players, uh, not to just point at former NBA players, because a lot of coaches have have trouble adjusting and being successful on this level of basketball, are finding out that. You know, unlike coaching in the NBA or playing in the NBA where you show up and, you know, practice and work hard and work out or whatever and you're successful, 
to be successful on on college basketball, you know, as a player, but certainly as a coach, involves so many moving parts in terms of not only what you do during games and during practice, but in terms of and these days of recruiting and, and NIL and, and the transfer portal and placating parents and placating parents who now have the ability, uh, parent players, excuse me, who have the ability to, they have an argument with you and five minutes later in the portal and, you know, a week later they're enrolled at another campus. So it's an interesting dynamic and it's not just the ex-NBA guys or guys who haven't been coached in a while, but you know, the Tom Izzo's, and I, guess, I think there's a reason why the Jay Wrights and the Roy Williamses and a lot of these old-time coaches who've been successful for so so long and in, 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 in theory, at least, have a lot more, you know, years in their tank of coaching to say, hey, you know what, this isn't worth it. You know, it's it's a whole different league. It's a, it's a whole different sport. It's a whole different uh, entity than uh, a lot of these guys that you and I, you know, uh, grew up watching and and writing about or talking about, but also these guys grew up coaching. It's it's a whole different sport these days, and if you can't adjust and 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 do the things like UConn's doing and Duke a little bit in terms of okay, we can we can you know come up with the NIL packages, we can figure out who we want, we can go in the portal and. And ID guys certainly can. This is another example of, of a team that suggested, well, you know, you're going to struggle. Frank Burleson, Burleson on basketball. Frank, tell everybody about that website and what you're doing over there, making it happen yeah. with the round ball. Yeah, Burleson on basketball. Free website. You don't have to pay it, uh, you know, a thing to get past the paywall or anything. It's all free. I'm just giving you all my knowledge and insights for free. So <laughs> hop aboard, guys. Frank, appreciate it as always. Enjoy the rest of your Woman Crush Wednesday. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks here. Take care, guys. Frank Burleson, everybody. It's Vidi at Haiti, 105.7. The fan will come back, take your phone calls. 410-583-1057. You want to join us? Make your predictions for Super Wild Card Weekend. Feel free to do so. Ravens coming in here practice-wise today. Matter of fact, I think they're out there now getting it done. Media will be checking in. Also, John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson meeting with said media later on in the afternoon. Got NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. We'll look at the schedule for this weekend's playoff games. And then Chris Boomba. USA Today share his opinions of the matchups and what's going to happen with Mike Vrabel as he now moved to a very wanted list as a possible head coach. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Haney, post up in the bleachers. You're all garbage! The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. NFL lunch coming up top of the hour. You want to join us for that? You can. It's everybody eating. 410 how you join us. WGK Law. The fun happens there. It's also the plot for text. I get your song selections for Woman Crush Wednesday. We'll look at the playoff schedule as well uh, around 115. And then Chris Bumbaka, USA Today. Talk NFL with him. Don't forget that the wild card weekend, super wild card weekend, Saturday night, Dolphins and Chiefs, that game's on Peacock. You can hear it on the fan, Mm -hmm. but it's on Peacock, not on NBC. And I think they made it clear for a while that they were going to have a playoff game Saturday night on Peacock. The matchups didn't come out till last week. But don't. Look, I get it. You're running hot. You're venting. And I'm right there with you. 
But still, don't sit there staring at your NBC feed after the Browns and Houston game goes off going, where's the game? Yep. Because it's going to have the big old little uh, icon there, the scanner that says, buy Peacock here to watch the game. Vent all you want. Send that uh, frustration to the NFL offices in New York. But don't sit there staring at your television and then call us Tuesday when we come back going, what happened to the game? It's on Peacock. Let that sink in. Or you can listen to it here on 105.7 The Fan. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to New Jersey. It is Mitch. Mitch, thanks for holding. What's happening? Hello, Bob. How you doing? You know, good, good. Doing well. Thanks. Um, what it is good with you? Um, when you're talking about those two chances with uh, Chargers and Bengals, and that very cold, and also, is it a Dallas and San Francisco? You right. said January 10th? That's 10, huh? What's I'm that? I'm pretty sure they'll have an 18th game and another bye. And God knows how many more people will be, and will play, stars will be on the injured list. And the first round that we have come this weekend, which is pretty much the best weekend of the postseason, will be the last weekend in January. That's going to happen soon. Um, Jesse, you just got lucky getting up Tampa Bay and, um, and Bacon Mayfield. But I think Miami. Miami plays so well. I don't think they're going to beat uh, Patrick Mahomes. He's, he's, a, he's a one-man battalion. He makes everybody much better. I think Miami's one and done, which is unfortunate. Yeah, and they're and they're banged up too. Thanks for the call, there, Mitch. And it's going to be freezing cold. I'm not saying it's an impossible task for them. Hey, look, they've they're going to have Moster back probably. HN is a beast. So they, you know, Kansas City. I guess the script is flipped, Vinny. They're not beating you by scoring forty points. They're going to stop you yeah. from scoring. They got a good defense, and <clears throat> Waddle's probably not playing. You know, Mostert's banged up. They don't have a pass rush. They just, you know, they signed Justin Houston and Bruce Irvin. They've got some older veteran guys that they just brought in. So if Mahomes has got all day to throw, that could be dangerous. Let's get back to the phones. Go to Arbutus. It's Ed. Ed, what's happening? How you doing, Bob? How you doing, buddy? Uh, Good. Um, First thing, uh, utmost respect to both you gentlemen on your – Sports talk each day. Really enjoy it. Well, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate that. Yes, yes, sir. Um, personal opinion assessment. Skill player does best. Following your lead, many. Passing game only. Aguilar, reliable veteran, possession receiver. Charlie Kohler, short yardage, viable hands. Bateman, deep shot, skinny post, and field crossers. OBJ, quick release slants, back shoulder fades, red zone pylons, front and back. Uh, Justice Hill, wheel route isolation advantage on a linebacker. Gus Edwards, roll out right, dump pass in the flat. Isaiah Likely, um, seam routes, play action fake boot waggle, leak outs to the flats. Also, I think he is the prime candidate for flat screens and middle screens. Um, Ricard, outlet emergency receptions only. Zay Flowers, firmly believe he's capable of the entire route tree on par with the league's best. Eight touches of any sort per game. Elusive with a knockout punch from anywhere. It's only two two targets each quarter. So it's not overboard. Um, Coaching corrective action 
before the next game. The Steelers were third down and short the entire game Saturday. Mm-hmm. Ravens were third and long. Obviously, you got to reverse that trend. Um, tighten the punt coverage net, as you termed it the other day, Benny. Their their punt return guy was 18.4 average, and his last one was for 33 yards on five returns. That's not good. And the Raven legacy heritage with punters, Kyle Richardson, Sam Cook, and now Jordan Stout. Got to back them guys up. It's your first defensive play, not to be undervalued. And the last thing, must be ball security vigilant on the ground and in the air every touch. We have to stay mindful with Gus Edwards. He has crossed the goal line 15 times. That's it, gentlemen. Thank you for your courtesy. All right, Ed. Thanks for the call, as always. What do you think there, Benny? Uh, I agree with a lot. I think the biggest thing that he said, Bob, you know, especially going into the playoffs, is the turnovers. Because <clears throat> what do you think the Ravens will feel like, Bob, if they get down 10 nothing? You know, I mean, that that's do they start to panic? In that situation. That I have a very similar to 2019 yeah. vibe to it. So I, I think the Ravens need to start fast. And, and the biggest thing is just don't turn the ball over. And that's what they did against Tennessee. I mean, the interceptions and 0 for 4 on fourth down, it's like a turnover. Yeah, and they were perfect on fourth and one during yep. the regular season. Ravens news. Ravens today, this is Jeff Zrebeck tweeting it out, uh, have designated uh, Devin Duvernay to return for practice. So he's been out with a back injury. Okay. And then uh, the Ravens have signed wide receiver Dan Chisena to the practice squad and released Jake Funk. Chisena, wide receiver out of Penn State, was in Minnesota. has kind of bounced around a little bit. So it seems like they've got – they need practice. I'm guessing they need some practice wide receivers, you know, people to practice with. That's why they did that. And with Funk, they all the running backs are probably able to practice, so they don't need another one. Um, so yeah, I mean, to me, it's about what's best for practice. How do we get better? How do we get the looks we need? It's video at Haney 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, going to hear from Trenton Simpson as we got some NFL lunch coming your way. You want to join us for that? You can at 410-583-1057. Look at the playoff schedule for the National Football League Super Wild Card Weekend. And then Chris Bumbaka, USA Today. Talk NFL with him. Coaching changes have been made. Who are the hot candidates to replace some of the fired ones? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.